Hey, welcome to the Profanity Nation. <laughs> we are the voice of the professional fan. As always, I'm joined here by my co-host, Casual and Hanging Out, Mr. Money We're Mike. Chilling. What's going on, Money? Hey, man, I'm good, man. I'm real nice and relaxed. You are. You sure are. For, no, for no reason. For no reason. Yeah, exactly. I'm so weird as I could be. Yeah, but you are ready to go. Uh, you fired up. I am, man. I'm good, man. All right, this roll. is going to be a wild show, everybody. Okay, so we've got a lot to talk about, of course. Basketball season is back. The NBA media, media days. days have taken place for the Lakers and the Clippers. We're going to go ahead Ooh. and touch base on some of that. Uh, the entertainment world has changed and flipped on its head because, of course, the sphere has opened. Yours truly was in the building on opening night, so we're going to go ahead and talk about that, what that experience was like, what the venue's like, uh, and go from there. But uh, let's get started with what everybody wants to talk about, guys. Lakers. Uh, Lakers Media Day has hit. Uh, Stat Pat, we are looking good. We're excited about this year, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing huge necessarily came out of Media Day, but we didn't expect anything huge. Um, no, not at all. <laughs> Oh, uh, no, no, anything huge. However, I like some of the rhetoric okay. that I'm hearing from um, people that I'm supposed to hear um, good, good shit from. And, and so, like, Anthony Davis saying that he's heard the talking from Denver and how they were chirping and how him and LeBron basically talked about it and said they can't wait to play Denver. That is eye-opening. That is... That is causing a little bit of, you know, ruffling some feathers around the league because at this point in time, they got to put up or shut up, right? You're talking about you heard the noise. You can't go on the first opening night and lay an egg. At this point, you're on notice because now if you are saying that I heard the chirping and now I need to go ahead and I got to answer the chirping, then your game better be 45, 15, and three block shots or some crazy number <laughs> to make them look like they're on a, like, uh, 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 like kind of like a you know a snooze fest on the ring night. You know we got to make sure that if we're talking that shit, we got to back it up. And I'm now a, I'm you know I'm 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 intrigued. I'm gonna see that. I am. I I like that Davis did that and set the bar high. Yes, for the team. Money Mike thoughts on Anthony Davis. You, you're well, usually a guy who likes the talk. You like well, what Darvin Ham brought to the table when he was hired. Yeah, yeah. So you know. Uh, so. So it's very interesting to me. First, first thing that's key is there were two things. They said LeBron and AD are hundred percent healthy. Yes, that's what they said. AD said he plans to play all eighty-two games. Yes, mm-hmm. uh, and but he wants to be there for his teammates. How about he be there for himself? Like you know, I understand he wouldn't be there for his teammates <laughs> and all that stuff. But are you doing it for you so you could go and dominate? Dominate maybe. Get be in a running for MVP or try or be in a conversation or defensive player in the league. You know, why be there for yourself, AD? Like, <laughs> you know, you've been there for your teammates. That don't help me. Yeah. I need you to be there for yourself. Be am, I, am I wrong for you for you to say be there for yourself? Talk about you know, oh, I want to because he when you say you want to be there for your teammates, to me that lets me know it's like, okay, I don't feel good, but I just still want to, you know, come out there and I'm not gonna really perform and i'm going to 
re, re hurt myself more. You know what I'm saying? Be there for yourself. That you know, I, I don't like that that him want to be there for his teammates. So 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 if I if I'm correct, what you're saying is his motivation to want to play all see all 82 games, whatever it is, um it should be for him himself and his own record to play. Right. Right. As opposed to just to be there for his teammates. Well, yeah, I, I don't example. care as long as he's saying it and going out there and going after it. Um, but, you know, talk is cheap. So, you know, we need to see them go out there and do it. Uh, I don't think, based on what I can recall, unless you guys can correct me, that we've ever said AD should be playing right now, but he's not. He's not really hurt. No, he's always been hurt. The, yeah. the problem is he gets hurt. Yes. Uh, with Kawhi, there's been questions. Is he actually hurt or could he have played? Right. You know, but I don't think that's ever been a question with AD, has it? No, I mean, like you said, I think AD is always hurt. Um, But to go back to Money's point about um being there for his teammates rather than being there for him only himself, I can see both ways. Um. Of course, I, I like the fact that he is conscious of him letting the team down when he's not playing. At the same time, I'm kind of like you. I need a little bit more fire from you to be selfish. like selfish. Now, yeah. of course, now, like I keep going back to this, but, you know, we go from Magic Johnson, which is the, the, the ultimate teammate, to Kobe Bryant, which literally is people used to call him selfish. Now, of course, now we have now morphed the legend into now selfish to now the mama mentality. And so now we have now dressed it up into something else. So now we are looking at people that do not have that quote unquote mama mentality. And, you know, this is, I just feel that it's good for him to be there for his teammates, but I need you to have some accolades. I need you to go for defensive player, player of the year and get that. I need you to be in the MVP running and go for it, be like part of the conversation. Like, I need you, if you're going to play the 82 games, don't just play and get me, you know, 19 points and 12 rebounds that night. You need to be 25 points, 26 points, 15 rebounds, at least two, three block shots a night. And that is just normal, which and he can do. what it's going to take. What he has to take. Well, yes. In, in order for us to get to where we got to go, yeah. he has to be the best player on the court at all times, no matter if LeBron James is on the court. He, yes. LeBron James can't, for us to win a championship, LeBron James can't be the best player on the team. Mm -hmm. I, I'm just saying, it can't be. Well, yeah, 100%. LeBron James cannot be. Um, I also want to talk about the guy that said he felt wanted. Did you hear about that? Yeah. D'Angelo Russell said he felt wanted. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, listen, I'm going to tell you right now, D'Angelo. I didn't want you. Okay, I'm just letting you know I didn't want you. I saw what your performance was in the playoffs, which is, you know, the clutch time, grinding time. I you didn't perform. <laughs> hey, I didn't want you, D'Angelo. So, listen, you felt wanted. I got that you felt wanted. So, since you felt wanted, you need to make me feel like, oh, yeah, they made a good decision because you laid an egg all playoffs. Yeah. It made me not want you. And I ain't hating. Not be worth what, what we gave you. So I'm just putting that out there right now before season started. D'Angelo, I need you to perform and and be, play some defense. And if you if you can't shoot threes, you know, get a rebound, make a good assist, shoot, make a layup, do something. Because I didn't want you, D'Angelo. So. <laughs> well, you know what I found? What was interesting <clears throat> that that's come out of media day and so forth is that apparently four of the starting positions are already locked yep. in. 
uh, I kind of thought that that at least one or two would still be up in the air, and one that I thought would be in there wasn't. Uh, so of course you've got Braun and AD, you know, starting, and then he's throwing Reeves in there and Russell. So now there's that fifth spot, which could be the Hachimura or something, you know. But uh, I actually thought that there would be more of a competition, maybe before he gave it to uh, D'Angelo. Um, but uh, apparently he's locked in, uh, and uh, Ham liked some I, of what he saw. And feels- I'll give him, I give him 25 games, and then I think AR is going to be out there. He already is. He's starting. But, um, you mean Gabe? I Gabe Vincent? I mean Gabe. That's what I mean. No, yeah. we'll see. Um, I believe that is what he's doing. <clears throat> it's 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 you're the incumbent, so we're going to give you. I'm not going to based upon your last playoff series. I'm not going to bench you for the new guy. Why not? I'm, well, because what I mean, why are we doing? Why are we doing that for the new guy? The new guy hasn't shown anything. Yeah, the new guy hasn't shown anything. Yeah, but we saw with the old guy. But the, yeah, but, but, no, but the new guy haven't done anything. That, that, so that we had to credit a win. To okay, I, I'm, I'm, I, right. and and if it's an 82 game season, yeah, there's time. We can't. We we. It's easy for us to to give him, like you said, 25 games to be able to show what he's worth to say if he earned it. Because in those times, it's going to be times where he's not doing well. Gabe Vincent is doing well. He's earning more minutes. Game Vince is not ending games. You know what I'm saying? After a while, it's going to be by the time we get the to the All Star break, either he's traded or he's on the bench. Yeah. So I don't think that to me that position isn't. I think we're strong because if D'Angelo Russell balls out, then he's good, and we got Gabe Vincent, which I think is going to ball out. So I think we're good right there. Um, going back to what you were saying, um, Simpson is a the fifth spot. We can do a lot of things with that fifth spot. Um, matter of fact, I think they had their first practice today, and they said that Vanderbilt was in the starting lineup. So, and not Hachimura, which everybody thought that Hachimura should be there. Hachimura also said that it really doesn't worry about if he's starting to, or starting, but the minutes, the amount of minutes, amount of That's time, who's, finished. uh, who's <laughs> finishing the game. That's how it should always and be. There's all, yeah, and so I think that Hachimura is, there's a lot of things he can go for. Six man of the year. He could also go for the most approved player. Um, you know, so he has his own agenda that he he sounds like he's hungry. Um, one thing I also, I mean, to me, and going back to that, to hungry, it is I feel a hunger with this team that I haven't seen. First of all, they feel healthy, they feel good. There's like still they got the camaraderie from last year. They're ready to go ahead and take off where they left off last year, but. Everyone has a chip on their shoulder for some reason. Oh, well, you have alone, there. Cam Reddish. Yeah. He's like, you guys sending me out the pasture. You don't think I got something to take? I'm going to show you. Uh, Christian Wood, okay, I'm on a minimum. Nobody would have wanted me. I'm going to show you what I got. D'Angelo Russell has to prove who he has. Uh, uh, Austin Reeves is getting hated because he feels that he's just a, a product of Laker marketing. So he has things to prove. You know, AD is, you know, street clothes. He hasn't done anything. He's he uh, he's AD alternate AD. days. You know what I'm saying? Soft. He wants to be like soft. Like, all these people have things that I'm like, I'm really surprised that everyone is like, okay, let's get after it right now. And I haven't heard or seen that for the Lakers um, in a while. So, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's an interesting uh, – I really feel good about this. I mean, they're no – to me – they're no long. They're no lower than three in the West. No lower than three in the West. Uh, bench mom, 
you know, where we're talking bench mob, bench squad, whatever it might be, you know, the bench, uh, when the bench can come in, and we've talked about this before, maintain the score or even, you know, uh, uh, grow the lead. Um, that's when teams win. That's championship teams. Hachimura, Gabe Vincent, Cam Reddish, all these guys coming off the bench um, and mix them in with an Austin Reeves and so forth. It makes sense. Um, not to mention what we talked about last week. We always talk about getting off to a good start. Well, if this team wants to get off to a good start, they, they can do no better than to bring in the incumbent who already knows the offense, played last year, played with LeBron, played with AD. Let's mm -hmm. give that a shot. One thing that's definitely going to happen is Gabe Vince is going to continue to learn the offense in that time mm -hmm. and get comfortable playing with AD and such so that if he does have to take over that starting role, it'll be more plug and play. So it seems like the right thing to do. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I like it. I mean, uh, one thing I love about Rui is he's not that guy that needs to start. You know, no. what I mean? so when he goes in, when he goes in the game, he he's ready to go and he's going to be out there ready to perform. Mm -hmm. He's going to get the rebounds. He's going to go to the hole. He's going to shoot the jumper. He's going to do whatever needs to be done in the flow of the game. Right. This is what I love about Rui. Right. Uh, so so he's not somebody that you you know some players need to have that starting role so that way they can feel wanted in the game right. per se so that way they can go ahead but he is able really is able to find this place yeah. to what's needed at the time so yeah i, I think um him going off the bench would be great yeah yeah it helps with the squad like i yeah. said so yeah, yeah. you know when you're when you're it's so important when your stars sit down when your starters sit down that that lead or you know score doesn't get lost because they just it zaps all their energy you know coming out of it we didn't even talk about. I mean, I said we 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 have also on that same bench. We got a big. We got big men. Yes, we have a new guy. We got big men on the bench. We have we have Krista Wood. We have Jackson Hayes. We have big men that is going to be able to come in and produce and give us some minutes, quality minutes. Like we and were, some offense, not yeah, just not, not just yeah. not just be placeholders. Like I love Gabriel. Don't get me wrong, and he held it down after when Thomas Bryant got like. Well, he held it down, but you know he was limited. Mm -hmm. We know he was limited. He was not enough to be in, even on playing in the playoffs. So now that we have legitimate like NBA bodies coming off the bench, I mean the Lakers are the most deep team in the league right now, and I think they have they can mix and match. The only thing that can surprise teams would be if the Lakers somehow magically able to shoot around forty. I mean thirty eight. Like say about thirty six percent from three okay. as a team, if they can get a three point consistency from our team, the sky's the limit. And yeah, I really if they think they get one or two guys to just they be, hot just from be hot from season. all season. Yeah, yeah. Not a not a not a KCP yeah. kind of hot. No, not no, a Danny no. Green kind of no, hot. No, not, none of that. Not, not, not a streaky. Not hot. a streaky hot. No, just but consistent. we want not a Malik need, Beasley we hot. We don't need eleven threes in a quarter. No, we just need them consistent each game. Can we count? Wide on open. It? You get five threes. You're wide open. Can you hit three out of five? Can we count? Wide open threes. We're not talking about contesting. I don't need you to shoot them in the face. <laughs> exactly. Can you hit two out of four threes if you're wide That's open? It. Just do it. Just please do it. And, and and make sure we're in rebounding position. All right, guys, we're going to take a quick break. You guys are stuck with us. No problem. We've got more NBA to talk about. Of course, there's been a huge trade that finally went down. We'll talk about that when we get back. So don't go anywhere.
A podcast for the fans, by the fans. Dive deep into the topics the other shows miss, raw and uncensored. And he's going to play team ball. His legacy is at stake. Rare, hard-hitting interviews with players, coaches, and you, the super fans. I'm not hating. I'm like, okay, cool. Three championships in five years. He's more than good, bro. Profanity Nation. Listen live or subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. Powered by Jesse Brown of Keller Williams. Hey, we're back with the Profanity Nation podcast. Thanks for sticking around. Uh, Okay, so the big news. Of course, everybody was wondering what's going to happen with Dave Lillard. What's going to happen with Dave Lillard? Well, guess what? He's been traded to the Milwaukee Bucks. He is now paired up with Giannis. But you you know what? I want to let me let me bring up something. I was talking to I was talking to Stat Pat off season. Like Dave Lillard being traded to the Milwaukee Bucks is it has has shown me and probably him that he is a one a one b superstar and the reason why i'm saying that is usually when uh one one uh a one without a letter behind it mm-hmm. they go to where they want to go they, yeah. they force themselves over to that place and we all know that damon wanted to go to miami and and that was the only place he wanted to go. And he went to Milwaukee, which is a good a contender. He probably set up for that. But he did not get what he wanted based on his demands. Uh, does that make him less? I, I think it does a little bit less of uh, the, the, the player that he think he is. Because we all know if when AD wanted to go to the Lakers, he came to the Lakers. When, when uh, Harden wanted to go to Philly, he went to Philly. Like, you know, mm-hmm. these things can happen. So... Um, what do you guys think? I think he's less of a. Uh, I mean, he's not that. You think that that's hurt his legacy in a sense? Well, yeah. Well, he's not that person. He's not the caliber of a Did player. Did you think he was before this determine. trade? Um, I thought it would be difficult for him to get there. Okay, but do you did you think he was that caliber caliber of a player? Um, yeah, I I, I thought he was potentially he would be able to, but it's very it's very clear that he wasn't able to. Okay. Um, my opinion, you you have to go for it. Okay. My opinion is timing is everything. Uh, with AD, his contract was coming up. They knew they were going to lose him for nothing. Um, Dame literally was in the middle of a contract. He, he was going nowhere. The team had the power. Um, he, he can't threaten Milwaukee to say, well, I'm not going to stay or play or I'll leave after one year. Don't trade for me. That's the difference that the the other players, you know, had the power that they had to go exactly where they wanted. Um, I think the fact that he even asked or made a demand is strange, you know, um, because he has no power there. Uh, go ahead, Step. Yeah. Um, I also think in those situations, uh, Harden going to Philly and AD going to Lakers, both of those situations, they had tradable assets. They had. Uh, players that the other team thought that there was Covered. something they wanted. I mean, Absolutely. we had Brandon Ingram, we had Lonzo Barl, Josh Hart, and then we had a plethora of first round picks, right? And pick swaps. 
Um, same thing with you know uh, with Philly. They basically stashed those for they were stashing those picks, right? Mm-hmm. And um, Maury was going to trade those picks for a superstar like Harden, and he did that. And mm-hmm. and I think that uh, Miami did not have multiple first round picks and the assets that they thought they were covered. They were covered. They wouldn't. They didn't like uh, a Tyler Hero. Uh, led Nobody's deal, you know, yeah, and, and especially if that's the crown jewel of the package, you can't, you, 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 you can't give up a dame for a Tyler Hero and some, some, you know, it's not like, like I go back to the one of the worst trades, and it was a Laker trade, and I'll just go ahead and bring this up, the Shaq trade. I think it was the worst trade, yeah, that I've ever been. I mean, that I've seen <laughs> and got a ball. I mean, I think it was just the worst trade. Could've I mean, so it could have got. I mean, if I mean, at the it end was of a the, panic trade. At the end of the day, I'm not going to trade my franchise and allow you to keep your future. I, I you, you're going to have to you're going to have to make that work with Eddie Jones. I'm sorry, I'm going to take Dwayne Wade, and that's mm-hmm. what that's that's it. If you if you don't want Dwayne Wade, I mean, we're hanging up the phone. Like that's how. The negotiations should have been. You know what's so sad about that because you you hear that that they were were reluctant to give up Dwayne Wade, but if we would have, they would have done. We would have pushed it. They would have pushed. They would have done it. Do you know? And and Kobe and Dwayne Wade come on. It was the best. It would have been the best backcourt of all time. Right. Right. Period. Hands down. I mean, I stand on that easily. I mean, easily. It's not even funny. Easily. Um, We did go on and win with Lamar. Yeah. That's cool. It took power. That's cool. That's cool. It took power. That's cool. That's cool. Because, yeah, but, and Karan cool. Butler, I was at the cousin's side. I love, sad I love when, Feel all that. Feel all that. But. Feel all that. I feel all of that. You put Dwayne Wade and Kobe Bryant in a triangle offense, and we wreck everybody. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, we, we have five or so, yeah, so it doesn't even matter at this point. But yeah. going back to Dame being traded to sometimes, you know, what is that song? I mean, you know the song, right? The, the Rolling Stones song. You, can't always get what you want, mm-hmm. but if you try yeah, sometime, you, you get what you need. Yeah. And at this point, he has to be looking at the situation. Yeah, it's not South Beach. Yeah, I'm gonna have to be eating these hot, these these, these, these bratwurst all the time in Milwaukee. But at the same time, I'm looking at this cat, and I have a chance. To and I got a chance to run this if I really, really try hard. All you gotta do is be a viable number two. You still got Middleton there. You know what I'm saying? You still got Middleton right. there with Dame. So Middleton and Giannis were the one-two punch. Now and you had Drew Holiday, which, God bless him, love me some Drew. But now we elevate Drew and bring in Dame. And now we knew they were getting to the conference finals with Drew, Middleton, and Giannis. Now you give somebody, you're getting that shot in the arm, somebody that's hungry. I, I like their chances. Now, of course, Drew just got traded. You, you, you know, he got traded yeah, to the Celtics. Yeah. And so now you got Porzingis, you got Drew, and you got, you know, Brown and, and Tatum. And so, you know, so in, in – um, We win the – win the Gray, uh, Gray Gabriel. Oh, okay. Well, win them, win cool. the, they just cool. signed winning Gabriel. Okay. So, okay. So, yeah. and once again, like, that's, that's the beauty Lakers. of the Lakers, Lakers <laughs> scouting point. We, we, we find these gyms, and now yeah. they get paid. Hey, yeah. man. Yeah. So, so the yeah. best thing ever did was play for the Lakers. Right. I mean, hey, everybody about to get paid, right? Yeah, yeah so the same difference, guys. So okay, so you know that trade's done. So that was the biggest trade. Uh, also, just to to your point where you're bringing up, uh, you know, players picking where they want to go. Again, now you've got James Harden in Philly. He wants to go to the Clippers. Can't get it done. He can't force that hand anymore. 
because of timing on his contract. He doesn't have that kind of power. No, he doesn't have any leverage. Yeah, no leverage. So um, uh, I think that has a lot to do with it. And it, it's just the way, you know, contracts are structured, guys. Uh, but other than that, we're excited. Um, the season is here. Like you said, practices are here. First preseason games are coming, guys. Yeah, we'll practice, see who uh, plays and who doesn't. Yeah. Um, and, you know, obviously the, the stepbrother down the street, the Clippers, they had their media day. At the same time, they had their media. Two, let's get this straight. There's two Los Angeles NBA teams. Okay. Clippers compete and they try and grab as much of that spotlight from the Lakers as they can. They know they'll never get it all, but they try and grab. Yet they schedule their media day at the same day and the same exact time as the Lakers. Why is that? Well, well, I mean, listen, they, they, listen, you know, you know, one thing I love, this is what I love about Clippers. They're confident. And nothing, you know, nothing negative, you know, what reality is. Uh, <laughs> we know everybody knows what it is, but they still maintain their confidence. Right. You know, fake it till you make it. Is yeah. I mean, model. listen, fake, I, hey, fake it to the make it. Yeah, man, that's, gotta, gotta, that's, that's, a gotta, that's model. That is the theme of the day and <laughs> the year. Man, we're going to fake it to make it. You know what I'm saying? So as long as we look good, they're about to have a great little stadium. It's going to be uh, state of the art. Everybody's going to want to go there. Everybody's going to want to see them. Hey, man, look. You know what I mean? The, yeah. the games are fun. Yeah. You know, they got the condor. I mean, they got everything. Everything for them, you know. Yeah. I'm always a conspiracy theorist, so I'm just gonna go throw this out there. Let's do it. I believe that they schedule it the same exact time so that the media outlets had to decide where they would send uh -huh. their reporters, and for most of them, nothing personal to any reporters or anyone that attended the One Clippers. Question. They sent their A reporters to the Lakers so that Kawhi and Paul George wouldn't get as heavy questions. I got you. Cause my question was going to be, I'm where, always a where conspiracy. Did, okay. my, my question is, where did Jim Hill go? Bingo. <laughs> you know, because so, so you Jim, Jim Hill, Hill actually, where's Plasky? Yeah, Who, right. Who's going to tear yeah. into the players? He's going to go to one. You, know you got to yeah. choose. That actually, that, yeah, that's, that's a true. good. You know what? I like that theory, and that's very smart. Mm -hmm. Because all year, kids, <laughs> yeah. all year, they've been talking about both PG and Kawhi. Mm -hmm. Are they going to be able to play and manage to, you know, the team? They're going to probably want to interview rules, them they about knew that Kawhi yeah. would get hit with those. And you don't want to talk so, about that. So, so, yeah. so if you get if you get the ones that uh, that are not known in the media to ask those questions, they're fighting it's not more get for a spot. Clicks. They're not going to be as pressure. Yeah. I don't know. I like no, I, no, no, no. Like and that. I think, I think, honestly, I don't really think is a conspiracy as it is as much as being strategic. Um, like you said, I mean, we're thinking about yeah, conspiracy. That would be like somebody, like something, like some, some. Being some, that we don't know it's fact, right, right. It's a right. theory. But yeah, but like when we're thinking like that, that we, I mean, bombers not been. Come on, guys, bomber been around. Yep. I mean, this is this is this is extra stuff. This is child's play. This is he, you know, he cutting billion dollar checks. You know what I'm saying? Like he's like he's been that guy. And he's been making these deals. He knows how to work a media room. I mean, he had to go toe to toe with Apple. Like you know, yeah. he's like he's you know he's been dealing with giants before. So Lakers is just another giant that he has to deal with, you know. And so I I believe that that could be the case, especially yeah, like 
this is one thing we talk about the Clippers, and I mean, shout out to all you Clipper fans, man. I'm, I hope you guys stay on this bandwagon because you guys yeah, know, no, stay there. like I know, Fredo, stay over there. You know how it is. <laughs> it's over. It's over. Y'all know the window is closing, and it's closing right now. It's, it's like hurting. sands in an hourglass. We know it's closing. <laughs> This year, guys, yeah, this stop playing games. You can go ahead. It's Clipper time. You can say all you want right now. You can win the games against the Lakers. You understand, though, there's a window. <laughs> you, can win the games, yeah. you know, you can, but these knees ain't going to last the 82 games and playoff. It hasn't. So until we get there, I don't give you the run that you think you should. I don't give you the credit anymore. You don't get that, 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 that benefit of the doubt anymore. At this time, you got to show me. It's a show me. You know, what's funny about it, I mean, for how long, we're so tired of it, the media crowning them, the 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 crown prince of the NBA in the West. Every They're the ones, they're the favorites. So they constantly just flop. And we constantly sit there and go, what are they picking? What do they see? Now, finally, I think, I, finally. I, I believe, actually, that the shine has finally yes. rubbed off yes, of it Bonner's has. little new toy. And he's now looking at his shiny uh, Kawhi Leonard and Paul George that he put together and going, look at this beautiful thing going, they ain't so fucking shiny. Excuse no. my language. Um, and, and he's <laughs> you know, frustrated. It, and you're right. He's a businessman. And it's been enough years. And he's as frustrated as Jerry West is frustrated. Yes. Everyone on that team with those two stars. They're, Jerry West is on record. Oh, yeah. Calling them out, saying it is time to their face to Paul George's face. <laughs> it Paul is time on Paul George's podcast. Yeah. It is time. <laughs> yeah, what so are we doing here? Yeah, he we got we we're talking about the we're talking about eight teams make the playoffs in the West. And if you're not in the top four, bro, why are we even giving you media coverage like that? Because right now, off the off first glance, is Denver us. The Phoenix yep. and the Warriors, yep. and now who you're not, you're basically and the Kings are more or, exciting. Yes, too. and and John Morant <laughs> might John even come out. So yeah. you're literally fighting for bottom rung. All right, you're bottom half of the bracket. Okay, so this is where you're at at this point in time. You have to prove that you're top four, top three, top two. Because guess what, your fodder. At this point, you're just going to be a first-round knockout. You're maybe second-round uh, at best. And if you make it, oh, well, the Clippers are the dark horse. Be the dark horse yeah, be because you're not going to get the favorite. You're not getting favorite status. You're not status. getting the love this year. No, you're not getting favorite status. Uh, and, no, 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 yeah, no. and so, yes, because we are tired of it. And, we're, I, and, and as a Laker fan, I am tired of seeing these guys pump their chest out and get nothing for it. <laughs> nothing, nothing for nothing it. it what are you doing? Nothing You're just selling wolf tickets. I'm Here's the thing. I'm not tired of them pumping their chest and getting nothing for it because it's, it's comedy. Well, at this point, it is. Right. So, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah. I love when they do that. It, the, it, the shocker is when they pump their chest and they actually yeah, they still and they pump actually their win chest. and if they actually make it to the Western Conference Finals and actually have a great performance there, that would you know be. what I mean? Where you actually, where there's actually, they actually could win. You know right. what I mean? Like when, when when you when you when you look at the like, they could possibly they have a chance, and you never have that feeling. <laughs> with the, with nope, the you don't. And you know guess what? what? Your question is really okay. Who's gonna stop them? You know, they, they you know they got past them. Okay, they for sure not gonna get past them. You know what I mean? No. And, and and you have to 
understand that, you know, as a Clipper fan, that that's about what you're going to get. As long as you are staying at mediocrity, then if you, you know, if you get like a C grade in class and then you all of a sudden get a B, and then you guys have succeeded. You know that you guys had a great year. Yeah, but the but problem is never they look at that B and they go, "That's an A plus." Oh, oh yeah, and, oh, and we're the valid victorious. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. The but that's cool fans. though. Dude. That's cool though because, like I said, I cannot wait yeah, to go to a Laker game in England again. Okay, because when the last oh, time I I've been to, to a Lakers game in Inglewood, I'm gonna see everything. When see is all the last team. time I've been to a Lakers game in Inglewood? It was. Listen, it has been. It's been over 23 years yes, that I have been to Laker yeah. game in Inglewood. So I can't wait. Thank yeah. you guys for bringing back the Lakers back to Inglewood. Yeah. So look at this right now. So you have a, a, a squad that literally um, put up division titles, banners. Like yeah. that's what they want to do. Now, this is how it just flipped on them. <clears throat> Excuse me. Because at one time, they were the cream of the crop of the Western, I mean, of the Pacific Division. Okay, four teams in Pacific Division: mm-hmm. us, Phoenix, Clippers, Clippers and Warriors. Yep. Okay, the Warriors won a championship two years two years ago. We won a championship three years ago. Phoenix have retooled and gotten better. The Clippers are the same Clippers. Okay, now when you look at those four teams, they are clearly the fourth team of the four of that division how how quickly the mighty have fallen when now all of a sudden you were talking all this yang about how you're big and bad in this and now you're literally projected to come in fourth in your division you can't put up your bs banner anymore that don't even <laughs> win in the division you can't even you can't even get a consolation prize at this yeah. point. That's what I'm saying, guys. Mm-hmm. You out there pumping your chest out, and you can't even get the consolation prize of winning the division. You know the the oddity there with the Clippers and their stars, Paul George and Kawhi, because of the dynamics there. <clears throat> I I, actually, I like Paul George, um, Kawhi. I don't know well enough, but uh, <laughs> I think because of the dynamics there, Paul George just. I think personally doesn't have a full hundred percent sense of accountability because he can say, well, Kawhi hasn't right. been playing. There's nothing I could have done anyway. Right. And that. So I, I, I think he's taking that off as opposed to saying, well, he's not here. I'll be the star and I'll fucking right. I'll make this team get there. Yeah. I'll do it. You know? Um, so I don't feel like they have that chip on their shoulder that, that we've, you know, everyone's talking crap about them, right. but I don't feel like they have that chip like the Lakers do because right. Denver was talking crap right. about them. Right. And, and you know, you know, what? No, I don't know don't. why, right? Do you get that same feeling? No, I do. Yeah. And why? <laughs> I mean, I mean, well, I mean, it's easy. It's almost like, no, it's okay. Cause it, we're the Clippers. Yes. And easy to be, go under the radar. It's fine to fall back into that little brother status. It's so easy to not have to deal with everybody coming for your fan base. Like they come for the Lakers. We got so much crap because of the fact that we got swept. They were talking about us, and they were—they, I mean, Denver won a championship. They were talking yeah, about us. Yeah. So you think they would ever do that with the, the Clippers? Clippers? Were at home watching us get swept, right? And you think <laughs> there were anybody if they beat if they swept the Clippers? You think well, everybody was talking about the Clippers, but we won a championship. No one be talking about that. He felt some type of way because it was us. Mm-hmm. He wouldn't feel the same way if he swept the Clippers. He'd be like, 
Look. Hey, you know, I got to bring up something, man. You know what's so wonderful about this? You know who the luckiest person in on, on the Clippers is? Because we have not mentioned him at all. Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook. Yeah, absolutely right. So, you know what? I think, you know, I, I, as we're sitting around, we're discussing about how they're going to win and Paul George and Kawhi. Russell Westbrook is able to go underneath the radar, mm-hmm. uh, get that, you know, not get the big butt contract mm-hmm. perform and there literally is no expectation for none. none so you know yeah, I, I, it seems like, like hey <laughs> it's i i'm only for him i, like I feel russell like too. i'm only mentioning russell Westbrook because he is on the team and we have not in, uh uh talked about the clippers mm-hmm. um how they're going to go and they say i'll be good whatever russell I, 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 it's part again, of the conversation again so I think that's the, part that of the design of that media yeah. schedule the same day <laughs> I, I don't know I, i'm just gonna say yeah. so that. so russell i mean i you think we got to get z is seven heaven because there's no pressure on him like yes. it was when yes he i think that uh, that he has all the benefits of living in los angeles yeah. but none of the pressure right yep. and he has an opportunity to redeem himself right. because as much as we talk about the Clippers not being in the, if Russell Westbrook turned back the clock and go back to OKC Russell Westbrook they are going to be formidable let's mm-hmm. be real right. I mean he can put a team on his back and mm-hmm. win games mm-hmm. he can get he, he can, can get a team he can do that so 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 yes Kawhi Leonard feels like he's absolved like he's pretty much he's Teflon like nothing's going to stick to him. He doesn't care. He's out for having. He doesn't for care what you. He doesn't care. I love. He doesn't like care. Like, but at the same time, like, dude, like, he's so. No, ap- you don't want team. He's so apathetic. It's just like he's just just no caring. And then you have Paul George. Like, well, what's my? He called me over here. Yeah, like, I'm good. What I'm saying. He said he wanted me. Yeah, I was cool over who, here. Who, yeah. Would, would yeah. you have said no? Yeah, I'm over here. Yeah, I get to go yeah, back yeah. home and yeah. I get to come yeah. over here. Right. Like, you know, so I just don't feel like there's that accountability. No, it's no accountability, yeah. and it's just because at the end of the day, let's be real, there is no more championship aspirations. If they win a championship right now, sure. it is a it is a fluke. It is a nice to have. It is nothing. Is no pressure for the Clippers to win a championship. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, yeah. uh, everybody out there, be sure to to log on to Infinity Television Instagram because uh, Infinity TV Zone Mike Hell was in the building for the Clippers Media Day and did have a chance to talk to Russell Westbrook, and we loaded some of those scenes uh, and some of those clips onto our Instagram. So be sure to check that out, guys. Awesome. Uh, we're going to take a quick little break, and when we get back, we're going to talk a little bit about the sphere that I had the experience in. Yeah, of course, you know we're going to go ahead and talk about money. Mike's out of bounds, so don't go anywhere. We will be right back. United One Protection Services. With over 30 years of experience, United One Protection Services has more expertise and knowledge than the other security companies combined. Residential, commercial, municipal, or institutional, United One Protection Services does more than just security. We protect your livelihood. United One Protection Services. Welcome back to the show, <laughs> Profanity Nation podcast, where we are the voice of the professional fan. Guys, professional fan isn't just sports. Professional fan is entertainment. Right. Uh, so uh, what that means is we have to be on top of all new entertainment uh, uh, venues. I'm going to go ahead and let you start, but I'm going to tell you. Well, let them know. All right, go ahead. Uh, okay, so uh, as I stated in the beginning of the show, and we all know now uh, it's everywhere. The Sphere in Las Vegas has opened. 
uh, James Dolan of uh, Madison Square Garden in New York Knicks fame has gone ahead and built his little project over there. Uh, eight years in the works. Uh, this started in 2015, guys, and then was held up by COVID. Um, but if you haven't seen or heard, it is <clears throat> uh, the largest spherical building in the world. Uh, inside of this, by the way, guys, they can fit the uh, uh, Empire State Building. No, excuse me, uh, Statue of Liberty inside. So it, there's enough space to fit the Statue of Liberty inside of the building. That's how tall it is. Uh, on the outside, if you haven't seen it, you got to look it up. You know, it's a whole screen on the outside, and and they they've made it an eyeball. And of course, that launched on July 4th, so I'm sure you've seen it. But September 29th was opening night of the inside, and U2 was the opening band. Uh, great iconic band, yeah. obviously. So um, the the guest list was insane. Huh. Um, Oprah Winfrey, Paul McCartney, LeBron James, Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Bon Jovi. It keeps going. Okay. Uh, and that's for you too. Number yeah. one respect, but because of the, the venue. Yeah. Uh, so, so, uh, the venue is of course a screen on the outside, but on the inside of the dome, it is a screen, uh, all the way from the floor up over behind your head and then around. So it's all encompassing. Um, Beautiful venue, guys. You walk in, it's beautiful. It's all with purple lights, uh, uh, nice decorations, uh, escalators get you where you need to go. Uh, plenty of bars, lots of bars. Okay. Every, uh, you know, hopefully that that remains because you know normally getting a drink takes forever, but at least for opening night, there was a bartender at every station, okay. um, and they're just looking for people. Yeah. So the lines went really quick. Actually, cool. it wasn't cool. a problem. Um, so as you're walking in, it's gorgeous. You, you know, you feel like you're in a futuristic building. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, and then the entrance going into, uh, the actual theater itself is, uh, uh similar to a movie theater. It's okay. dark and it's a dark tunnel and you go and you turn left and then you enter in, uh, upon entering in it's breathtaking guys. It's, it's absolutely massive. Uh, they had a sort of Roman, um, background up on the, uh, screen, uh, that is really impossible to tell as you're walking in, if that's actually a Roman background or a screen. Yeah. In fact, people were asking, they're like, do you think that's just the background or is that the actual screen? <laughs> um, obviously we knew it was a screen if you knew how it was built, but, uh, absolutely gorgeous, massive. Uh, we have video of that also on infinity television, Instagram, you can catch a few videos and we'll release more of that. Um, but, uh, amazing guys. Uh, the, the two things that this venue has that they, you know, state is a, the screen inside is 16 K. So uh, no human eye has actually seen a screen like that until now. Okay. So the technology there is beyond. And I, I've got to say that there were scenes during the show when they projected daylight, nighttime, whatever it is, you, you believe it. The colors are as close to true as I could possibly say. It mm. feels like daytime when mm. they project daytime. Mm. It feels like nighttime when they project nighttime. Uh, because of the technology and the scope of that screen, um, they can take it and make it feel like a dome. But then at times they made it feel square and it felt like the roof was coming down on you. Uh, <sighs> other times it was triangular and you, the, there's no, you can't tell depth in that case so it's all just you lose that perception crazy uh but absolutely stunning visual. how was how was the sound that's what i was gonna get to next that was the next part that that they're you know spectacular for is their sound yeah uh the sound is supposedly you know the newest technology sound beam uh something along those lines 
Uh, it was spectacular. Um, now, when you're talking spectacular, compare it to concerts and venues, right? Now, yeah. now we both just took in Ed Sheeran. Yeah, so Ed Sheeran. Far. He said, whoa, 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 whoa. You not hear what he was saying. Yeah, that's what it sounded like. It sounded terrible. Think it all, Uh I'm like, oh, that's the song he's singing. Exactly. At this venue. <laughs> I can tell about the melody. <laughs> not, not, not but you words. had to listen. <laughs> at, at this venue, regardless of where you sit, sound it like, sounds anyway. literally perfect. So mm -hmm. exactly as they're reproducing the sound. So if you have a band out there like you two, um, a band, maybe if you're into metal, like Tool, uh, something like that, that a band that is so meticulous and particular about being perfect, um, then uh, you're going to hear all of that. Just mm -hmm. like you're listening to music in your car. Okay. Uh, no distortion. Nice. No, uh, you know, you sometimes you're at a concert, the highs get really high and everything just flattens out and just blends together. Yeah. None of that. No overwhelming bass. Um, and while it was loud because it was so clear, it didn't sound as loud. Okay. So it is loud, but it didn't sound as loud. So right. it didn't hurt your ears or anything like that. Those are the two things it has going for it. If you had to, uh, equate it, um, um, I, oh, when I think about sound, I always go to the Hollywood bowl and that's like my kind of like go-to, um, when it comes to best sounding venues, um, mm -hmm. Uh, how, uh, in comparison, um, what do you think? Is it like, is it just a different, like, I mean, cause I know you with the amphitheater, you get the outside noise a little bit. Yeah. So you just kind of like muffled, but it is that some kind of interference. I, I would equate it more to listening through headphones actually. Okay. So yeah. like that. Yeah. I would equate it more to listening through headphones, which it's crystal like that. Crystal yeah, clear. exactly. Exactly. Um, which some people may not like okay. to be honest with you. Um, you know, I brought up Tool. Let's say Tool band. They're they're meticulous. When you go to see them play a show, they sound exactly like the album. Some people want to hear the distortion and and the difference in a live show. Yeah. Right. You know, you want to hear the live aspect right. of it. Um, here, if there's a mistake, you're gonna hear it. You know, that's for yeah, sure. Okay. Um, the the positives are the visuals, the sound, absolutely. The the, the negatives. The only really negative is is exactly what everybody has brought up a lot of is wh what what are you looking at when you're there? Yeah. Where, where are you? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. You know, and the band addressed this. Obviously, they knew this was a factor. So the way that the band addressed this on opening night was they played five or six songs with visuals. Then they shut this, the entire screen black and only had the stage lit from back and around and then the stage lit up and had visuals but kept it there so now you're looking at the, then went back to visuals for the rest of the show uh so they're aware of that issue okay, right yeah, otherwise yeah. they wouldn't have done right. that um for me i think it was an incredible experience i'm thankful to be there opening night it was amazing i have great video we'll release more i had a 360 camera in there so it's amazing um but i am I would be more excited to go back and see the movie that they produced for that venue. Yeah. Then I would be to go back and see another concert. Okay. Um, if I was to go see a concert, I, I would rather go see like, like a band like Pink Floyd where they can right. project, the, exactly. you know, where, where exactly. you're okay. Not worrying about right. looking at right. the band. Cause you want to see the wall. I want to see the visuals. Yeah. I yeah. want to see, I yeah. want to go through something like that. Yeah. Okay. Um, I even maybe a Coldplay because they have story songs and you, you could go through visuals. But other than that, um, I think it needs to be, it's a whole new genre that needs to be created for. 
I think you said you hit a nail, nail on it. I mean, it has to. I mean, if we're talking, because Pink Floyd, it was the one that first did that kind of stuff. Yeah. So with a two D, with a two D screen, and and it was like, and you were still in awe. Take you on a journey. Yes, and so with it, visuals, the visuals, yeah. and so it is accompanying the album. It wasn't just the album. It was like, like you said, it was a whole experience. Um, so if you did. If you, I mean, first of all, if you did play that venue, then you have to know that I'm not going to go to Sphere without having I mean, the visuals. Oh yeah, yeah. Like I got, I got to have the visuals. I mean, cause ain't nobody here to see me like that. I mean, <laughs> yeah, if they want to yeah. see me, they can see me at SoFi. Yes. If they want to see me like yeah. that, but they want here. You're here to see me. Some then big. I gotta give them that. I have Some to give big. them all of it. Like even if Ice Cube play. You know, at the at there, and he's doing a. You know, today was a good day, man. I better be down. You want him riding? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I better he feel like I'm on a six four. You know what I'm saying? I want to see the video again. I want to yeah. see Sunny. You know what I'm saying? I want to. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, so it, it, you if you get you play the video, I mean a venue, and YouTube is gone, and somebody come in there. Well, you know what you got to do. You have to follow up. We yeah. need to make sure that we have the visuals intact because that's what we're here to see. Exactly. So yeah. so for that, it was great. Um, I would highly recommend. If you're a YouTube fan, definitely get down there, take a look. Um, you know, I had no idea the cost of the tickets for the movie. It's quite expensive. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. Those those tickets are kind of up there. Man. Like $249. Like, like $90 Damn. to $200. Damn. Like, so I think, yeah, $85 was I think, um, like the cheapest. Look, if it's a four, that, definitely, that's like, man, what are we uh, going to watch? Right. Well, well that tells you, well, that tells you a couple things. <laughs> like, Number one is, is, hey, how much does it cost to produce? the the visuals just for this so if you have a band coming there man and normally they produce a show what is it going to cost to produce man you visuals? already know taylor swift's concert is going to be a thousand dollars a piece easily. oh easily. or beyonce easily. simply easily. If, if, easily. I, if i if i gotta pay 985 95 dollars yeah. to watch a movie that mm-hmm. they produce come on then, yeah yeah and, and 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 because of probably the, the expense in producing yeah. the visuals it has to be someone who can stay for a residency right. to make that money back. Yep. So, yeah. um, so I'm going to tell you why I'm disappointing you, man. I, yeah. I mean, while you was there, I, yep. you know, Shade Room, Jasmine Brand, all these, you know, gossip thing had all the shots of the spear. I didn't see yours. How come you, you didn't get yours reposted? You talking about you had, you had a 360 camera, man. Like, how can you, you yeah, I mean, come on, man. You slipping on your pivot, man. You got to, I, I gotta see uh, we post with Simpson in, uh, in the shade room of, of, of the experience because I saw all on Instagram, I saw all these other gossip no, sites, I and I didn't see video. and I didn't see none of your none of your posts because you put so our stuff is so listen, everybody, everybody. Go on in Fanny Television. You'll yep. see them there. There you go. Television. <laughs> there you go. Absolutely. And I actually uploaded a few shorts. Right. Uh, right. So yeah. Um, and I can't wait to put them more together. So it was it was outstanding. Uh, if you can afford the movie, go check it out. Hopefully that price will come down. Obviously yeah. it will once they make their money back from the production of the movie, not the right. the True. venue. But um, it's 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 wonderful. Uh, the last thing I'll say about it is the drinks are two hundred dollars. No, you can get. They do have expensive. <laughs> they have great alcohol there. So if you want, you know. Uh, expensive alcohol they have it and they'll charge you for it 42 um, yeah yeah 42 whatever uh, um but uh, the one thing i'm going to say i'll close with about the sphere is um it's scalable so because of the ability of the visuals in there to make it square triangle small big whatever if they reproduced that in a 3000 seat venue 
once the screen is turned on, they can make it feel however big, however deep, well, however cool. small as they want. So it's reproducible, scalable to to build these and actually create entertainment uh, more for that. Yeah. Um, and then maybe just the biggest shows would be in, in the huge uh, domes or spheres. But yeah, that's uh, cool. yeah, I think I think it's scalable uh, for for more cities and, yeah. and and more opportunities to experience it, just like IMAX and and so forth started out. Yeah, it was yeah, um, yeah, when you yeah. go to um, I know I used to, I when I went to the observatory. Yep. Uh, and you see the planetarium. Yep. You had a planetarium, similar, so it's kind of like the experience where you're like just looking up, Very and you similar. see all the stars, and you kind of like taking a journey, whatever. I'm thinking if you just kind of like just recreated that, just do that. Not even anything extra than just just the vastness of space with all of these. You know, take me to Jupiter. Go ahead and. Show me the, you know, the the little hurricane and that keeps still happening. You know, they show me all these different things, the Saturn rings, and take and me all. And they can definitely that. do it because yes. there was a time when they put the Milky Way up there. Yes, the that's show. what I'm saying. Okay, and, so I mean, again, it's hard to tell real from not. It's 16K people. The eyes have never seen this, so when you're in there, you know it's a screen, but your eyes yeah. don't know the difference. So. Yeah. When it's daytime, it's daytime, nighttime, nighttime. You see visuals. You see uh, Bono uh, the size of a football field out there, but you can see literally the drop of sweat forming from that pore and dripping down. Oh, it's that cool. crystal clear. That's and crazy. It's the size of a football that's field. So it's amazing. So, uh, you know, see what you guys got out there. See if you guys uh, right. can get there and check it out. It's worth uh, doing uh, if you I'm can. Uh, but as we said, as always, we finish our show with a segment we call Monday Every time. Out of Bounds. And that means Money Mike's is going to share his thoughts or opinions on a topic. And it's real easy. He just wants to know if those thoughts or opinions are inbounds or out of bounds. Yeah, you know, I actually. Money decided, Mike, you got the mic. I, I, want, I want to have some fun with this one, man. Actually, I had I had out of bounds uh, prior to we started the show. But then all of a sudden, we got to talk about a subject. I said, wait a minute. I think this will be much better out of bounds. Right, so, look. I got to thinking about all the 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 concerts. You were talk, talking about the spear and everything, you know, Beyonce, Taylor Swift, and all that. And I've been, and we obviously been knowing the Taylor Swift impact, like yeah. on Instagram. I don't know if you guys have been seeing it, but they're talking about all of a sudden everybody knows who Travis Kelsey is because of Taylor Swift. Yeah. Even though Travis Kelsey has won two Super Bowls and he sells out more. He's probably sold out more venues than she has because KC sells out almost every game. So, because, <laughs> but hey, but literally, he all of a sudden got put on the map. Okay. So, here's my question to you guys Am I out of bounds to want to see Taylor Swift go to the new Intuit Stadium and get a banner for the most amount of sellout shows before the Clippers? Ever uh. get a banner? Am I am I the bounds to say that you want to see that it? I want to see Taylor Swift to get recognition and hug in the Raptors before the Clippers get anything? <laughs> You're not out of bounds. You're just out of this world because it's <laughs> never going to happen because that venue is going to be way too small for someone of the likes of Taylor Swift yeah. for many yeah. many years to come. Yeah. So, uh, but she, she, listen, she can go back good. and forth. She can go. To, she's know? never doing that again. She's not. She's not. She's it's never doing it. She sell out. She's never doing it. She already did Staples, and that's when she was not even small. Her next time. one is she's going to stand and, on the top of the tallest yeah, volcano dude, in Hawaii. Is, and sell out Hawaii. There's, d- dude. Okay, let me rephrase it. Am I out of bounds to see somebody 
that's not yes. big enough to get it to do a, a, to no, do a football stadium, you're but inbounds. a basketball yeah. stadium, let's say a scissor. Yeah. She can't do stadium. Perfect. Oh, yeah, you know, perfect. she can't. So if scissor gets a banner before the Clippers, am I the bounds to want to see that first? No, you're not. I mean, we always want, we all want to see it. We, we always want to, we, we never want them to have banners. That's it. Period. You're just cheap. And I am hating. I am hating. Dallas. I am hating. Dallas, that's all. Yeah. No, you're not out of bounds. But uh, I, I don't think we need to worry about either of those happening, actually. Yeah, dude. Uh, but we'll see. Uh, everybody, thank you for joining us so much. Be sure to follow us on Infanity Television at Instagram. Be sure to follow us on FanityTV.com. That's where you're going to find all the great shows. Be sure to check out The Breaks every day at 3 p.m. Uh, we've got Bolts Weekly on Wednesdays. You know what's going on. It's yep. Infanity TV. So join us. Be there. Follow. Subscribe. Whatever you got to do. All right. Until then, Profanity Nation will be back next week, next Tuesday. As always, don't miss it. We out. Peace. Peace.